Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Want to receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez. I have a house in Santa Fe that I had the opportunity to stay in last week. And when we got to the house, one of the first things I noticed was the apple tree was bursting with fruit. These little sweet apples, a really profound crimson. And they were scattered on the ground because nobody had been there to harvest them. And then there was plenty still in the trees. So I knew that I needed to come up with recipes to utilize those apples because what a gift it is to have an apple tree. So I did a search online to see what were the different recipes that I can use. And there's all kinds of really good recipes. And that's my go-to thing. When things are in season or if you have backyard fruit trees or produce or items in my refrigerator that I'm not quite sure how to use, just a quick Google search will deliver some really wonderful recipes. And you can turn any recipe into an eat less water recipe. And the way you do that is by thinking about how your ingredients are sourced, you know, utilizing some of the methods I've talked about in this podcast. And also I write about organic and buying from small scale regenerative farms. I looked through dozens of recipes, but the thing that was calling to me most was apple cider. I have been wanting to make homemade apple cider, but the fall or holiday season starts to kick in and all of the extra things that come up with the holiday season that are both things that we like to do and we don't like to do, I find that I end up just buying the cider at the grocery store and then doctoring it up with sliced apples and cinnamon sticks. And I've always thought that was good until I've made homemade apple cider. I don't know if you've done that before, but there is such a big difference between the cider that you purchase and the cider that you make in small batches. And then the fragrance that comes with it is just magic. It's, it's, it really made me step into fall in a way that I hadn't before. And what made the apple cider so good is how long it took. It took three hours to cook the apple cider. The first hour included nutmeg and cinnamon sticks and an orange 
sliced in half. And then the last two hours, you remove the cinnamon sticks and the orange. It always astounds me how we can take these separate ingredients like water and apples and oranges and spices, throw them into a pot, and they just can marry together. Those flavors begin to blend and bring out the best in each other. And that's exactly what happens when you make your homemade apple cider. And then it got me really thinking about the holidays and reflecting on the holidays of the past, which tend to be really fast-paced, even though everything around us is slowing down. During um, that trip to Santa Fe, we, my husband and I took a hike up in the mountains towards Santa Fe Ski to see the Aspen. This is the time of year. The mountainside, which is called Sangre de Cristo, mountains are bursting with gold. It is phenomenal. It is so beautiful. And I have some pictures posted on my Instagram and Facebook page that you can see. But I started to read about why we have fall foliage. And it's because the tree cuts off water to the leaf because it needs to preserve its energy for the coming winter. So then the leaf that was green, starved of water, starts to turn gold and red and eventually dry out and fall off the tree. And then that leaf starts to break down and build the microbiology of the soil below that tree and give it nutrients that it needs. When it's spring again, it can start to grow those new leaves. And that metaphor for me was also important, combined with the slowness that comes with making the apple cider, being patient and slowing down enough to give three hours for these flavors to really combine in a way that couldn't combine in that first hour. The water just wouldn't have that same flavor, right? It's just like when we steep a tea bag, and if we just put a tea bag in really quickly, it doesn't have enough time to take on those flavors. That comes with a slowness. And then I was thinking about the trees, the aspen trees, and how nature is using this time to discard all that it doesn't need to preserve energy. But yet, what often happens, at least with me and I know with many of you, as we move into the fall and into the winter season, it has another layer of responsibility that comes with the holiday parties or all the Christmas and the food shopping, all of those things that sometimes can start to not feel so fun anymore. And I think that's why many people feel depressed during the holidays or just feel stressed out during the holidays as all this money is starting to pour out when it's not coming in at the same pace. So I started to reflect on this process and really want to be intentional as the holidays are just starting upon us. So this holiday season, I'm going to do it differently. I'm really going to be intentional about slowing down and discarding things that are not serving me anymore 
or I don't need to do right now and let myself be in alignment with nature because that's when we grow well-being, I've learned. You know, like if it's good for a river, it's good for our bodies. It's in alignment with nature. When we treat the soil well and we grow our food in that healthy soil or grow animals on that soil that are in alignment with nature where the animal is not overgrazing, but rather giving back to the soil. I could go on and on with different examples of how the alignment with nature also brings more joy, health, more happiness into our life. And it's better for the planet too. I want to use this opportunity for myself, and I invite you to do the same, really starting to reflect before the season takes hold. What are the things that we don't really have to do? How can we slow down so that we could then make homemade apple cider and make those recipes that we really want to do? What are the things that we really love about the holidays or the fall and the winter? Curling up with a book, with a cup of tea, or having some friends over for a holiday party that's low-key and not a, a bunch of stress around it. Like, how can we have more of that in our life where we have more flavor because we slow down. I'm inviting you and challenging you for this season to think about like the aspen tree, what can we shed? What can you shed so that you make more space for the things that grow well-being in your own life? And that might be cooking those recipes that you've been holding aside, waiting for the right time to do it. It might be hosting friends and family for a holiday party, but not with the stress that can come with holiday parties, but maybe it's a come on over and let's cook together type of holiday party. And also thinking about what are those things that we just don't really have to do that we've told ourselves or society has told us that we have to do that we really don't. With that in mind, I, for the fall and the winter season, I've decided to release a podcast only once a week instead of twice. So Wednesday, Water Wednesdays is, is a thing. So I figured I'll just keep it to Water Wednesdays for the season. And after that, I'll decide when the spring hits whether or not I want to bring it back to two days a week. But right now that feels so right, which is to have one podcast a week. So the action steps that I offer or the inspiring stories that I serve here will really have more time to steep and integrate into your kitchen and into your daily round. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'll be here every Wednesday during the fall and the winter, and I wish for you to have a beautiful, slow, and delicious holiday season. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will 
write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Wednesday. There is power in the collective. Thank you.